Well, as is, as is tradition, Isaac, uh, and this is going to be a real zinger for the listeners because they're going to hear this till like February. At, but Isaac, I haven't talked to you since last year. <sighs> I knew that was coming. I knew that was coming. It's not, I didn't want to, but it's, it's like a requisite bit. You have your shower thoughts bit. I have my once a year bad joke. You have one episode, one bit, one time. And, and I'm never, like, it's never at the right time, though. I feel like that's part of the bit. No, but like you're, I, I'm helping to come up with all this material, and all you can do is that one joke. All yeah. these bits I've, I've gotten over the years, and, and you're still on these dad jokes, huh? Well, I was I I was gonna say a funny something funny. I got nothing. I I have no. I used my joke. I'm out. I'm not in a super funny mood either right now. So maybe it'll be more of a serious deep diver one, but that's okay. Well, then it's a good thing I I have something planned for this episode that may make us laugh. So. Oh, there we go. According to to the the source, it says it it promises laughter. So. Was it that one joke that you just made? I wish it was because that would be funnier. <laughs> no, it's not. You're listening to Ketchup Cast, the podcast where, believe it or not, we do not discuss condiments. Uh, I do have, I, if we're going for deep, I do have something deep we could talk about too, a conversation Go starter. Well, it, I don't want to start with it. It's it's a little too dark and deep. We can't, we can't instantly jump to the bottom of the well. We have to, we have to dig it first. Okay, I, I got the first scoop full of dirt then. Uh, did you get the pictures I sent you? I did. I got them. I got them at work today. Uh, so to describe these photos, listeners, uh, it is <laughs> what, what can only be described as Wisconsin's finest cryptid. <laughs> the shape of a man, but no, no visage, no, no skin. And for feet, long, thin, spindly appendages. For arms... <laughs> What can only be described as sticks. I feel like I look like some kind of bug. You do. You look very bugly. Isaac's bundled up. He's cross-country skiing in these photos. If that, that definitely was not clear from my description. Uh, Isaac's bundled up in many, many a layer, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, he has many, many a, a bag upon him. He's got his bag on his chest. He's got a bag on his hip. He's got a bag hanging off a bag on his chest. He's got a backpack on as well as all that. He's got uh, a mask or a balaclava kind of thing he's got a really is that is that fur the hood or is that a hat it's a hat right it's a hat yeah he's got a hat he's got a scarf wrapped around the hat if i'm seeing correctly based on these layers wait what uh some kind of flannel looking thing oh well no that's like all part of the hat that's a good hat then it's a nice hat and then a hood pulled up over there as well as these very large ski goggles that uh, sort of add that bug look. The first picture you sent, especially, I don't know, there's something very like, I, I think it's the way the mask like sort of hugs your chin, almost like it's these mandibles mm-hmm. with, the, with yeah. the, the eyes. The yeah. the Wisconsin bug snow bug, the Wisconsin snow bug. That's, that's the cryptid name. I don't know. I, this is why it's not my job to come up with folklore. My, my caption for it was, was this man is coming after you. What do you do? But I realized it would be better for like this creature is coming after you. Because it's not a man. It's, that is a, that is a, a creature of the of the wild. Creature of the Northwoods. 
uh, my answer to that, what would I do? I, I don't think I can escape this creature. He's, he's got legs that will allow him to skid. I, I have butt clumsy feet. Mm-hmm. I surrender to his wisdom and hope he shows me mercy. The pink gloves kind of throw it off, though. I feel like the it could be better with like some better gloves, which are on my chest pack. They're they're strapped in there, uh, so I don't lose them in the snow. But um, the pink gloves kind of stand out a little bit. I don't know. There's something. It's like you know how there's some plants that are deadly, but they mimic like butterflies or something. Mm. Or no, what am I? There's like maybe the there's animals that mimic friendly animals that are like use it to lure in prey yeah that's what it is it's like oh these pink friendly gloves this is a friend and then mm-hmm. you go and the the wisconsin uh snowbug stabs you with a ski pole and <laughs> drags you to their lair and and hangs you upside down and then you have to get out with your lightsaber it was and... very very cold that day it was probably negative 15 or negative 20 with the wind oh my god out that morning yeah and uh skiing across the, the lake and yeah it was fun it was a good day it was very cold though how far did you go well, we did an overnight trip. We did two nights. We skied out. It was kind of funny. We were skiing out um, to one of the many flowages in the state of Wisconsin. And with my backpack on, with all my camping stuff, and my friend has his, his polk sled with all his gear. And this dude is plowing this ice road on this lake. Now, there's like a foot and a half inch, a foot and a half thick of ice on it so there's plenty of ice for a car to be driving on it but he's like plowing the snow to make this ice road out to this like ice fishing shanty village um out in the middle of the lake and we're skiing on a snowmobile track that's next to the ice road and the dude stops he's like what you fellas doing like oh we're going camping like you sure about that (laughs) yeah like, where are you going? Like, oh, to the north side of the lake. Like, you know, we want to find one of those spots over there. This is, well, the ice road only goes so far. So if you have any other options, you should probably consider it. <laughs> like, okay, bye. <laughs> he drives on. <laughs> and we're like, what? We just got our, like, our omen of uh, do not proceed any further in our hero's journey, you know. It is dangerous path. Do not go further. You met the lake guardian. And we went further and it was, it was great and fun. Um, we were able to sm- keep following that uh, snowmobile track for a while. Um, yeah, but uh, if you skied off the snowmobile track or at least the old ones, um, the old ones were good, but if you skied off into the fresh snow where no snowmobiles had gone, it was too deep. I mean, it wasn't too deep. It was just a lot of work. So if you could find where the old tracks were and where they packed down the snow, even if like the evidence of the top of them was gone on the surface, you could like ski really fast and well, but then you like wouldn't be able to see where you're going. So you'd all of a sudden ski off the track and fall into the snow again, like climb back onto the track and follow that and then like fall off. Um, but it was very cold that morning. It was cold most of the trip actually. Um, yeah, it was good though. Split a bunch of firewood. With, with an axe or your hatchet, or were you just, like, standing there ripping logs apart? <laughs> ripping logs apart. <laughs> no, with the axe, with the with the, the new axe, yeah. So. Oh, sweet. Yeah, it was good. It was a good trip. Uh, both me and my friend, uh, both of our snowshoes broke, which was entertaining. Didn't that happen? Didn't you break a snowshoe last year, too? They keep breaking, yeah. Um, 
it's a continuing saga. So, yeah, they broke again this year. Um, big surprise. But um, we both forgot things. I forgot a spoon. He forgot his other glove. Like, we just, like, bungled this one for some weird reason. Even though we're both professionals and this is, like, what we do. Uh, both of our snowshoes broke. The ice, you know, where we're drilling our holes for water, we couldn't get water to come up. It was just mud, so we had to melt snow. Like, all these little things were just like, wow, this is weird. Something went wrong, which is totally normal. Um, but I bought more food than I originally do. So I actually have food at the house, more food than I usually do. And most of it's, like, non-perishable stuff. There's a couple things that are like, oh, I guess I'll eat that tomorrow. Um, but, yeah, so it's just kind of funny that way. Life works out in weird ways sometimes, always. Life, life is just always weird. That's that's my, that's my uh, New Year's uh realization is that life is just going to be weird always forever which isn't a bad thing but any resolutions i don't have any resolutions so if you don't don't feel bad no oh god no to to write more well there you go or just to write really i'm not even gonna like quantify it as long as i do some writing which i have i'll consider that a success success then nice actually i did just this is i've done i've written basically nothing anyway so it doesn't matter that much I've split, I had this concept for what book two was going to be. And I've now split that concept into two separate books. So instead of a trilogy, it's now a, a tetralogy, which. Tetralogy? Yeah. Four, four books in a series. A quad. Yeah. But quadrilogy sounds stupid. Yeah. So it goes, I guess just novel, novel and sequel, sequel trilogy, tetralogy, pentology. Mm-hmm. And most nothing gets really further than that most of the time. I guess sextology, but that that it's it can't be sextology. Gets weird. It can't be sextology. Sept is seven. Octology. Hec- oct. I think hect. hect is also. Yeah. Hexology. That's six. That's probably what six is. Not mm, sexology. Yeah. yeah. No, that's a different channel. That's that's your health class in the anyways yeah i guess most most book series don't go that far or if they do they go to like 20 books or something yeah insane rolling you know and those i mean the the probably traditionally is a fantasy you know series where you've got like you know the herald of time book 27 i mean how many books are in a series of unfortunate events 13 13 unlucky 13 is that like a a intentional number oh 100 100 percent did you ever read any of those books? Uh, I think I read the first couple and then watched the Netflix series was really good. But Netflix series is possibly the best adaptation of uh, a literary work I've ever seen. And the original Tim Burton, no, yeah, Tim Burton, I don't know, was was pretty good too. Um, but I did not read. I know they get really weird. They get very weird. There's like secret societies and and firefighting and like world ending mushrooms it gets bizarre and like romantic trysts and and broken hearts generations past and it's yeah strange yeah my my brain is foggy today i don't know why my brain is always foggy on a monday um did you you eat a pizza today could that be it i did not eat a pizza today i did eat a pizza today not little caesar's i I had some ben and jerry's ice cream though oh yeah that was it a good good bit of ice cream so See, I like Ben and Jerry's. I can't ever justify the cost to ice cream ratio. It is very expensive. The little pints are so expensive, but I can get like a giant quart of like Aldi brand for two dollars. 
Yeah, that's fair. It's just simply not as good. No, it's not. I guess you pay for quality. Pay for quality. Not quantity. Yeah. You t- I th- the Is the topic you texted me, was that the outfit? Well, that and um, I went for a walk today, as I tried to do on Monday afternoons. And, um, you know, it, it's negative seven out right now. Good. Um, it was it was probably that earlier today and it was it was definitely cold um definitely windy and uh so it's kind of thinking about oh what what do you wear when it's that cold and how do you bundle up and like you know i was just out for maybe a 40 minute walk not even but got pretty chilly and i realized like wait for for my job i like live outside and i just spent two days living outside for fun why am I cold on this like little 40 minute walk? You didn't layer, did you? Well, I I did a little bit and I wore my big coat, but my big coat really isn't that warm. It's just and big. It's just big. It looks warm. I think the pants is what got me. I didn't have my wool pants on, just had good base layers and shell pants and stuff, but I don't know. And then the hands are cold and stuff, mm-hmm. but it's just, you know. It's interesting. Do you have any tips of staying warm in the winter? Uh, well, just for walking. I mean, staying mobile is is a crucial one. Mm-hmm. I uh, on my lunch breaks, I I could there's there's like a little break room inside the daycare center that I could go sit in and sort of eat under my mask. But I want to take my mask off. I want to get out of the building I've spent the, my days in. So I go. I usually go walk down by the canal and have my lunch down there which was great in the summer. It was beautiful in the fall. It was fun to watch the leaves change, but it's very cold now, mm-hmm. but I still go and sit by the canal and eat my lunch. And I, I spent half my lunch today when it was probably about nine degrees out, maybe a little colder with wind chill. I didn't check. It was cold. Um, sitting at this table, trying to eat my lunch quickly, freezing. Well, then I went for a little walk and, and, you know, moving, getting the blood flowing, getting those muscles pumping. That helps uh layers i mean you you know layers far better than i do you practice layers i just talk the talk i don't walk the walk (laughs) movement's definitely important the faster you move the warmer you're going to be for sure most of the time face face uh downwind if you can don't let the wind blow into you like into your face true see i i own one like long scarf and then the rest are like buff type thing can we can we talk about scarves because i this is something i've been struggling a lot with yeah this, uh, is, this is where this conversation is going let's let's do it so i i own three scarves one is like a, a pretty cheap i think it was like a ten dollar scarf it's nice it's warm uh it's it's got a star trek thing on it one is a very nice alpaca wool green scarf but is very very long and then i just got a, a flannel scarf actually from a student and they all I feel like they, they all got to get worn in different styles just based on like the, the type of scarf they are. Mm-hmm. But I always struggle. Like there's no natural way to put on a scarf that doesn't feel like I'm putting on a performance. Cause I don't wear scarves any other time of year. Right. Except for when I'm outdoors in the winter. Mm-hmm. So it's not, it's not something I practice a lot with the, my Star Trek scarf, I fold in half, put around my neck and then like tie a knot through the yep. loop. Yeah. The old Navy scarf, which I wore today, partially because I realized I should probably wear the gift I got from a student at some point, uh, partially because it was so cold, flannel seemed like a good idea. It's not really long enough to do that. 
So I did the wrap it around and sort of have two halves hanging. Yeah. But I think that looks so dorky. Yeah. You got, you've got the buff on your neck and then you've just got like some extra tails. And the third way, the third way is to, to have one hanging down your chest and to throw the other back behind you and let it, you know, rustle in the wind. Yeah. That just feels so stupid. I feel like I'm <laughs> ice skating in Charlie Brown. That's what it feels yeah. like. What, what do you, I love scarves. I think they're a wonderful thing and I would rather wear one than not wear one. But I always feel like I'm, I'm being someone I'm not when I wear them. How do you well, how do you handle scarves? I know you, you said you only got one long scarf, but I only have one long scarf. The rest are like the the buff the buff things, which I wear all the time, and and I've got even a fleece buff, which is great. Shout out to the ex girlfriend who gave me that that I still wear. The thing about the scarf is its intention is to make a seal between the collar of your coat and your neck. Right, you're protecting your neck meat. And protecting the hot air that's in your coat from leaving out the the opening where your neck is. And I find that they make coats nowadays that have zippers and closures and hoods that keep that seal much better. And if you're wearing the proper layers, there isn't this big gap there. But with my big coat, it's older. It has buttons instead of a zipper. It kind of has this big collar thingy to look fancy. And that means you can fold up the collar to cover up your ears and stuff. But that coat really needs the long scarf because you fold it and then put it in. Ah, but you see, you put the collar up and then you tie the scarf around and you've got yourself right. a little like packet, your, your little Christmas present. A really good seal going on there. So I only really wear that long scarf with this coat. And it's definitely the, the fold tie into a knot, tuck it in type deal, which always feels like it's choking me. Also, like for those that wear a tie every day, I can't imagine doing that. Well, it's not how you tie a tie also. I know, but if I can barely wear a scarf for an afternoon, you know, how do people wear a tie all the time? You get used to it. I know not that many people wear ties to work anymore, but. Maybe I'll start. Yeah. I think, I feel like my field is a really good, both of us work in really you know, tie-friendly fields. You know, the CIA used to require ties, uh, you know, and then one of our agents, you know, they got them by the tie, so. Oh, gotcha. You know. Yeah, you got to switch to clip-ons, then someone tries to get you with a tie, just snap. They just snap. You fall fall down to the helicopter (laughs) below and you escape. Well, no, that's how they got saved, too, is that the helicopter. Oh, he grabs the the tie. I gotcha, I gotcha. Pulls him in through the tie. Right, because that that definitely wouldn't murder a man (laughs) instantly. (laughs) Choke you out anyway. Break his neck immediately. (laughs) Um, No, we just wear, uh, you know, clean button-up white shirts, black pants, and sunglasses always, um, even inside. A vest ever? or Uh, I've got, yeah, I can take my vests to work. And then James Bond wears vests occasionally. Some of the bonds. Oh yeah, that's true. That's true. But he works for MI6, which is like the British version of the CIA. Yeah. Anyways, he does not wear scarves. And that's another reason. I think he does in in one of the films. I think Daniel Craig might wear one. They go to Scotland. He probably it's it's cold there. Yeah, I don't know. It's been a while since I've seen Skyfall. I don't know for sure. I think the villains wear scarves and then that's what ends up getting like caught in the prop of the airplane or like, Oh, I, you know, yes. Yes, the, yes. The assassin comes from behind and strangles him with it or something like that. That's another reason to never wear a scarf, you know, unless it's really cold and you need to create well, a seal between. Yeah. Between. Yeah. But, but your enemy is going to come and, and I don't have any enemies and into the prop of a anymore. 
anymore. We eliminated them. It had to be done. Um, yeah, but that was that was. I, I walked out with the scarf today, and uh, it didn't honestly add too much warmth to me. I don't know. It didn't feel. It was more annoying than warmth adding. I feel like I'm always fidgeting with it, trying to get like the right placement on my neck to create that seal. Yeah. Because I feel like the moment I turn my head, that seal is disrupted, and I now have cold air streaming out of my neck and warm air streaming out of my coat, and I have to readjust. And it's never. And then the wind will come and like my, today was the case. It was, I did the double wrap where it was hanging down on my chest and the wind kept blowing one over and one over. So I had, it looked like I had like wings or something. It looked stupid. Yeah. But it, I mean, a final scarf is a wonderful thing. I'm very grateful I have one, but it's just got, I guess a buff is, is the answer to eliminate the annoying, like having to tie it and having to place yeah. the, the ends of it. I like wear a buff every day, man. That's like the, the uniform. And then when you got to go undercover, you can just pull it up. Exactly. Cover your face makes a mediocre mask, but um, yeah. Well, if you want to get, I, I have something I screenshotted a while ago. It is deep and dark. Yes, go ahead. Uh, I, I don't need to find the screenshot. I remember what it was. So this is one of those, you know, would you rather questions. Mm-hmm. Would you would rather, rather have a marshmallow the size of a pillow or a wrecking ball for a hand? Marshmallow the size of a pillow. I'm not required to eat it. Wait, 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 wait. Hold on. You wouldn't have a wrecking ball for a hand? I, 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 there's, I there's situations where I need a third hand. I'm not going to eliminate a hand. It could be your left hand. But still, how are you going to balance stuff on a wrecking ball? What do you, in what situations am I going to need a wrecking ball on my hand? Uh, Name one situation in my everyday life. So you, I don't know, become a sideshow freak or something. Like you get into demolition work and, you know, hey, Joey, come on over with your wrecking ball hand. And then you just like <laughs> smash the door down, you know? I could be a fire. I'd be a really good firefighter. Exactly. Like, oh, no, she's trapped in the. Don't worry about it. Well, boom. Cool aid man my way through. Okay, that would be pretty cool. But I don't know. I feel like there it would, there would be moments where it would be a hindrance too. Whereas a pillow sized marshmallow, you know, if I need the sugar high the sugar rush it's there but it's not in my daily life this marshmallow is not gonna like hop over to me and hinder me from accomplishing a task unless it's like a crash from eating too much marshmallow i guess but Mm -hmm. i just think the wrecking ball while it does have its uses doesn't necessarily it it has a a setback whereas a pillow-sized marshmallow doesn't necessarily have any setbacks so if we're going for net net positive versus net negative Mm -hmm. marshmallow wins yeah, but then your bed's going to be covered in ants. You didn't tell me I had to put it in my bed. You just said I had a big marshmallow. It's a pillow. You said pillow size. There was nothing in what you said in, implying that I would have to use it as a pillow. <laughs> in that case, I do change my answer. Can you imagine <laughs> trying to wash your sheets? Of course, oh, can you imagine trying to put a fitted sheet on your bed with a wrecking ball for a hand? <laughs> you can do it. I can barely put a fitted sheet on with my two hands. There's got to be like amputees and stuff that do it, you know. Yeah, but they don't have wrecking balls instead of their their hands they lost. They have like new hands, whether you know whatever form they take. This is they're not they don't have hook hands. They're not pirates, Isaac. They've what got like got, animatronic hands. What if it has spikes on it? It's a mace. Well, in that case, I'm not going to need to make a bed. I'm going to be all out fighting my enemies because <laughs> I'm sure I'll make more. I've I've eliminated my current ones, but you know I get the mace for an arm and. You know, actually, what you're thinking of is a flail. 
There's a flail. Difference. That's a the flail. Way, yeah. I I used to mix them up too, and since playing a lot of Dungeons and Dragons, what's a mace then? A mace is a ball on a a, a spike ball on a stick. Oh, it's just well. You hit. Whereas a flail, you swing and, and yeah. What? So a flail is not on a stick. A flail is like a whip with a spiky ball on the end. Without a stick, no sticks involved. No, just a. I mean, there's probably a stick, then a then a chain, and then the spiky ball, like a handle. Oh, but a mace. There's no mace. Chain is, there's no chain. It's just it's it's a, like a it's like a spiky club essentially. Oh, okay. I guess wrecking ball implies that there's a chain. Yeah. Okay. Or that like just sense. Miley Cyrus on the end of your arm too. I mean, <laughs> is that reference dated yet? Uh, I don't know how old that song is. Some people it'll go over their head, but some people will get it. Well, yeah, it'll go over a lot of people's heads. It's a wrecking ball. It'll go through their head. That's a pretty good song, as songs go. It really is, honestly. Yeah, it's like a bop. It, it it's growing on me, like six years later. I guess it probably has been that long. Yikes. I don't know. It's 2022. Might be. Might be that long. 2022. I don't know about you, but I'm... 2022. You're definitely the first person who's made that joke this year. Oh, for sure. So, my would you rather, before you interrupted me with your your chain hands... Yeah, go ahead. Would you rather know when you were going to die or how you were going to die? Hmm. I feel like with one, you could probably figure out the other. Depends on what it is. Yeah, but if I learn that I die 90 years from now, when I'm 100 and whatever, and it's like, okay, all right, I can be satisfied with that. But if I learn that I die like three days from now, it's like, oh, no. And they're going to be constantly thinking about it. Like, I mean, that could be anything, though. True. You get struck by a meteor or something, but you're always going to be like looking for it. But if you learn, oh, you die of a heart attack, you're like, man. That could happen tomorrow or it could happen a hundred years from now. You know what I mean? I mean, statistically, that is what we're all most likely to die for, from in this country. Isn't that technically the only thing you ever die from? No, because like if, if, if you got like a railroad spike through your brain, that would not be a heart attack. That would be a railroad spike through your brain. Yeah. That would be brain death, not heart failure. True. But like your, your heart will stop. I think you're you're using heart attack as a catch-all phrase for your heart not working anymore. Whereas <laughs> I think heart attack is a very specific medical condition. Cardiac arrest. Okay. A mitocard a mitocardial infarction. That's not you just made up words there. No, I didn't. I swear. Uh, culinary pulmonary resuscitation? No. Cul- definitely not culinary. <laughs> culinary, <laughs> culinary resuscitation. I got, I got this pie's gonna live. Damn it! <laughs> no, what? Uh, circulate? Oh, no, what is pulmonary? No, no. Pul- pul- I'm pretty sure pulmonary. Cardi- CPR. That's what you're. Yeah. Wait, yeah what CPR. is what is the cardio? Cardio pulmonary resuscitation. We've, we've both been CPR certified. This should be something we know for like years in a row. Yeah. I guess I didn't Honestly, really I don't re- remember the last time, but we know we. I mean, I think what's more important, knowing what CPR stands for, knowing how to do CPR. Uh, that's a good point. I know what a lot of things stand for. I know what NASA. Um, what National Aerospace Association is that? What NASA stands for? Yeah, sure. Okay, I know what NASA stand stands for. I don't know how to do NASA. <laughs> 
<laughs> that's a good point. But you get what I'm saying, though. Is like sure. you can learn. Oh, you die in a car accident. And you're like, okay, bummer. You but know? does that? Would you from then on avoid cars forever? I don't know. Because I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think. What, what is worse? I guess is is how I've gone about looking at this. Would I rather know how I die and then have like this this feeling of dread whenever I get near that situation, mm-hmm. or would I rather you know know when and that would be hor- you know if it's soon that's horrifying information, or if it's like thirty years from now to know there's a ticking clock uh, and you know the day know. before, you know on on April twenty second twenty fifty nine, you know you're. I feel like it'd be less scary to know how. I think yes. Because there's there's still some unknowableness to that. If you know when, that is a there's a fixed date. There's no escaping that. What if you learn how, but it's a disease that they haven't found yet? Oh shit! What if they're like, oh yeah, you're gonna die from COVID seventy two? You're like, oh no, oh, what is no. that? <laughs> you know, like like seriously? Yeah, no, that would be horrifying. I'm gonna, you're gonna die from the omega variant. Worse yet, it's named after you. <laughs> like, this is the Ethan Mac- You're gonna get Ethan McAtee's disease. What? <laughs> what? Oh no! Can't do that. This took a fun turn. I mean, not fun, but like lighter-hearted than you thought. There was some silliness in there. I didn't. I, I, I'm glad that that's where that ended up. I don't know. I still think. I still think it's a genie in the bottle question. That's gonna be like some trick to it. Like. I feel like there's a Twilight Zone episode about this. The dude's like gonna die, and he, and like I think he finds out he's gonna like die in a car accident or something, and he gets really really sick. Like you have to go to the hospital or you're gonna die. It's like I can't go to the hospital. I'll, I'll get in a car accident. And like finally he's like, well this is gonna kill me first, so I have to go to the hospital. And he gets in a car and dies in a car accident. You know, like it was gonna happen. I don't know. It's kind of also one of those things too, where like, so what? Like, hopefully you're living your life in a way that, like, it doesn't matter. I don't know. Well, I, a very wise man once said to me uh, that he hopes I get the chance to live like I'm dying. So, yeah, you know, I could go skydiving or, or Rocky Mountain climbing. And that's a good, that's, that's a good song. Live Like You Were Dying. Tim, Tim McGraw for that's the uninitiated. Song. Yeah, it's a good song. I say, it just pops in my head every once in a while. I didn't intentionally, you know, set this up to, to get a Tim McGraw punchline, but. No, it's good. If you think Tim McGraw, hope you think our favorite song. Another, another bop. From, That's good, uh, Taylor, Taylor Swift. I was going to say, the personal, per, you know, it's Ketchup Cast official artist, <laughs> Taylor Swift herself. Very true, very true. I've been listening to Taylor Swift to my walks home from work lately. So I was like, ah, you know, get some Taylor. The problem is her recent stuff is so sad. Oh yeah, like folklore and Evermore are both such just a depressing albums for the most part that I'll I'll get sad by the time I get home because I'll just like be feel it's dark out. And I'm feeling this music and I have to like jazz myself back up. But you know, good albums, good work, Taylor. No, they're great. They're great. She hasn't put anything out in a while. No, there's mm-hmm. rumors she's working on a new Taylor's version. Oh, that's true. She has been doing that, so I guess that that counts. Yeah, that counts. Because she just got all of her masters back. So that's a lot of work. Never mind. Um, I, uh, I, I Googled, you know, in, in the spirit of, of you know, having a list, I Googled weird, weird conversation topics. Oh, yeah. And I found two links. The first one is 
funny questions to ask. Get ready for a hilarious conversation oh boy. and funny questions to ask. You will burst out laughing. Does either of those sound like they might appeal to you? Are these like Yahoo? No, these ads? are like icebreaker kinds of things. This is this is from Conversation Starters World, and this is from Brightful. Go for it. My, the, there's one. It appears three times on one of these lists. And I don't. It's very specific. A question appears three times. A question appears three times. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant? And the context for these questions, just in, I was reading the, the introduction, you know, the, the, the pre-recipe essay. Yes. About, you know, the, the chef's mother who died in childbirth and the thing left behind was the recipe for lemon bars. Uh, these are like questions, you know, you're at a meeting at work and it hasn't started yet. And, you, you know, you want to make small talk. So you're sitting in the conference room. Your boss isn't there. You turn to, to Mike. And Mike's, you know, sort of quiet, but you feel like you'd get it on. You say, hey, Mike, we don't talk very much. So let's get to know each other. How many chickens would it take to kill an elephant, Mike? Huh. I don't know. I don't think chickens possess the... Unless you, like, get sheer volume to crush an elephant or suffocate it or, like, shove one down its throat or something, I don't think there's any way that chickens even if they wanted to, even in sheer numbers, could kill an elephant. Now, hang on a moment, Isaac. I, I'm an educated man. I've played The Legend of Zelda. Yes. Uh, I happen to know chicken, you cannot cause damage to chickens. They will just keep coming until you're dead. So I think if you had enough, we're talking infinite chickens here. There, you will not run out of chickens in this fight. You ever gotten scratched by a chicken? I don't hang out with chickens all that much. I know... Chickens can scratch more time on farms than they've got pretty nasty looking talons, don't they? Sure. But I don't think they could pierce an elephant's skin. How thick is an elephant's skin? Pretty thick. Let's say you get like 10 chickens. They all concentrate on one spot. Could you draw like an ounce of, not an ounce, an, a drop, an inch of blood, you know? Yes. But that, that is not enough to kill an elephant. Once they draw that blood and they all smell it, they're all going to zero in on there. I think... You have enough chickens, you can take out an elephant. Maybe not a full-grown elephant, but like Dumbo, you could absolutely take Dumbo out. No. No. No? No, I really don't think so. So you think there's no number of chickens that could kill an elephant? You have an arena. Nothing in the arena except chickens and elephants, and you're not touching them besides putting the want in them to kill the other thing, but they're not breaking any laws of nature or doing anything that they normally can't do in the wild. I don't think so. Not even like one elephant, a million chickens. You don't think they could smother an elephant to death? Yes, but but then then you're talking about, okay, how big of an arena do I need? How do I stack the elephants and the chickens? There's no arena in this situation. This is just wild Pokemon encountering each other. This, this is not a, a gladiatorial match. Then there's no way the chickens are going to stack onto each other to kill this elephant. Really not, you're not entertaining this at all. You know what I'm saying? Like, so that chickens just spread out. They're not going to be able to climb up on each other in order to crush the elephant. I just don't think it's going to work. Do you think if if they had motivation, like if if the elephant like stole an egg? If the chickens got like sentient and were like grouped together and had like each the consciousness of a human being and they were like, our only way to survive is to kill this elephant we need to come up with this and they like made a committee and like talked about strategic plans and all of that. I think maybe they have a shot. 
but still, I don't think so. Fair enough. Fair okay. enough. How about this? Okay. Chicken flies up, pecks the elephant's eyes out. Elephant starves to death. So the chicken's playing the long game. Maybe. Interesting. That could realistically only take one chicken, but I think the likelihood of a chicken being able to fly that far, the elephant playing no defense, right? I think, you know, chickens, we're in, we're in the savannah. Elephants don't live in the savannah, do they? Yeah, they live in the savannah. We're in the savannah. Jungles. Uh, the, the farmers, there's a farmer who lives out there and his chicken has escaped because he lives up on a hill. Mm-hmm. And the elephant's down at the watering hole drinking water and the chicken he's up on the hill right he's got the height advantage the elephant's not looking i have the high ground exactly that's what i'm saying it worked for obi-wan kenobi why could it not work for my chicken friend but the the chicken doesn't have the want to do that this one does this chicken's out for blood that that elephant killed all the jedi younglings this chicken will do what he must i don't i i just don't can the elephant fight back I, the question have... just says, how many chickens does it take to kill an elephant? It does ask it three times. So it seems like someone really needs to know this. No, I'm still saying no. Okay. It said, the website said, get ready for a hilarious conversation. I, I feel like that was pretty hilarious. It worked. Now, this other website, this is, you will burst out laughing. All right, give me a uh, Make me burst. Well, let's see. <laughs> Let me find the good one. The best one. Uh... None of these are that funny, Isaac. I feel like this website was misleading. Wow, what a surprise. Okay, well, this one, this question seems to, there's context missing from this question. What would you rather have, an arm that regenerates every month or legs that grow back in every month? What does that even mean? That's what I'm saying. Like, are they, do they fall off at the end of the month and grow? Like, there's, there's so much that we don't know. Yeah, are they being, like, eaten by the crow in the regenerative pond, but you can't climb out? Oh, now here we go. Here we go. This is funny. This is, you will burst out laughing. Question number 44. What's your favorite fruit? Fruit? That's the question asked. You you will burst out laughing. What is your favorite fruit? Are we talking culinarily speaking or botanically speaking? I think we're just talking. And if you ask a layman what a fruit is, what they would answer. But that's my rebuttal. You can't just rebuke every question. Yeah. You, it's not allowed. This isn't shower thoughts. You can't just shut every single one of them down like <laughs> I do. Because, like, everything's a fruit. It, it, like Even you, even me. Well, kind of, yeah. Uh, I don't want to think about that. Okay, let me, let me hit you with this, then. Would you rather have no nose or no arms? You will burst out laughing. One of these is going to make us burst out laughing. What type of questions are these? The, these are 81 funny questions to ask you will burst out laughing. Hey, babe, can I buy you a drink? Oh, yeah, and one other thing. Would you rather have no nose or no arms? Yeah, oh, it's a great Here's my number. Line, huh? Yeah. What? What would it... That Maybe that's... Well, real talk here, if we're, if we're going to go that route, I guess bars are out of the question right now, for the most part. Yeah. Dating app, what's your opening line? <sighs> I haven't done this, so I don't know. Because I'm so bad at this. And I also work for the CIA, which means I can't talk about work uh usually okay here's the secret code you find their pictures because secretly those are the things that they want you to talk about and are easy for them to talk about because they posted about it so if they have a dog 
if they have a boat, if they have a cold beer in their hand, if they have a fish, which they shouldn't because no fish picks, everybody, comment about that. Be like, oh, what a nice dog. Or like, is that your favorite beer? Or like, that looked like a fun party. Where was that? Or like, but not too creepy. Don't be like. Tell me the address of that party. Yeah. Or like, I don't know. Don't be weird about it. But like, those are secretly the things that they're comfortable with sharing. Because it's such a, it, 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 dating apps specifically are such a weird icebreaker because you are two strangers connected by the internet. There is no natural way to start a conversation. But how tall are you? ASL. ASL. What? what Age, that? sex, location. That used to be an online thing. What are you like from the 90s? Apparently like that's that's AOL Messenger. Yeah. That's how that's how I that's that's how I, I try to get dates. It's like I go on AOL Messenger. You go back to Craigslist and just t- definitely never go to Craigslist for dates. You <laughs> will at the very best walk away one organ lighter. <laughs> at best. Yeah, but like five hundred dollars. Oh no, you know this is Craigslist. You're not getting five hundred dollars. Uh, you're walking away with your life. That is your payment. <laughs> it's 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 just so like to start a conversation with another with a stranger in person is weird. Yeah. But there are ways to do it. To do it with someone over the internet. But you're right. I think you're right. That is a secret code. It is it is such a struggle though. Yeah. But then from there, what do you talk about? Well, the idea, I guess the idea is you you move out of there as fast as possible and get on an actual date. That's probably the Yeah. How do you get to know someone without just spending time with them? You can also pull out the secret, uh, what's your love language? That's true. Do you know this one? You got quality time. Yeah. Gift giving. Words words of affirmation. Words of affirmation. Physical touch. Physical touch. There's one more. Yes. Yes. What's your love language, Isaac? Uh, That's a good question. It... It depends. I think right now I receive acts of service. Acts of service and like quality time is in like romantic relationships in like friendships. It's definitely words of affirmation and like work relationships too. Definitely work, definitely words of affirmation and um, uh, what's it called? The doing something for somebody, acts of service. And I think I give quality time and acts of service that's my thought i think romantically quality time physical touch probably for me Mm -hmm. platonically quality time words of affirmation i think yeah i feel like i give quality time words of affirmation and acts of service from time to time depends on how much i care about you somebody was proposing the other day that food is a sixth love language like making food and eating food with somebody specifically making food for other people is its own love language. It's like a, it's like a a sub love language of a couple of them. It feels like, or a combination of like acts of service and And, and quality quality time. time. Yeah. Yeah. A hybrid language. Yeah. A dialect. If we want to continue the language metaphor. Or it's like the original love language. Like yeah. how we provide you sustenance to live. Yeah, going back all the way to the old, uh, the old cave days. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. But there's also other things that will 
incorporate two different love languages, like uh, watching a movie together. That could be like physical touch and it could also be quality time. So you can get a two for one. Thank for your buck. Just just like food is both uh, active service and uh, gift giving in a way. Could be. You ever take a, uh, well, we're just doing all these personal personal things. You ever take like a, oh God, what's it called? The the personality types, the... The Myers-Briggs test? Myers-Briggs, yes, thank you. I have, but it's been a long time. I think I took one in high school. Yeah, I think I, the last one I took was probably junior year of college. I think I'm like yeah, INF, INFP or INFJ. One of them, whatever one Tolkien is. There's a lot of like writers who are the same one I am. And I just remember being like, ah, Tolkien. I, yeah, I took one in high school and that was the last one. I should probably take one again. It'd be interesting to see. I've seen some jobs, not like your you know, standard office job, but like some startups have that as like, on your application, include this, see if you'll gel, which is interesting. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about it. It feels like including your SAT scores on a college application. Like, what's it really at? That's funny because the colleges that I applied to didn't even look at them. No, no one does anymore for the most part. Really? A lot of schools are, are you know, they're nice if you have them, but we're not going to judge you if you don't have them. Even like the big important ones? Well, probably Yale and, and you know, Harvard probably still look at those because they're a bunch of stuffy tweed jacket bros. They're also pretty biased too. SATs are like... Yeah. Not, oh, highly biased. Not great for equal opportunity, like learning disabilities and yeah. Right, so learning disabilities and, you know, class stuff and the college board as a whole is kind of sketchy with, with APs yeah. and stuff the way that's run yeah I should take one of those again that'd be interesting an SAT no well that would be really interesting but no the uh, Myers-Briggs yeah I want, should we do the live on an episode sometime I think they take a long time they take like an hour well that's There's an episode yeah there you go cool. you get, get to know all us. the answers I don't know if I want that revealed all of my answers though it's a little personal well yeah it's a personality test no yeah but it's like how many close friends do you have like uh, i don't do you feel that's happy a... on a daily basis like it's all those like really personal questions yeah uh what do you think is it time to, to... i feel like we've, we've jumped so much throughout this episode and i kind of like that it's been a like very it's... weird one yeah do you want to okay. should we rinse it off well, let's let's get something get something clean rinse it off here think think about good things here where are these shower thoughts coming from today it's coming from reddit the, the best really place going into the reddit ones and so the reddit ones tend to be better reddit is great because it's just people posting their thoughts it's not someone sending for approval it might go public though which i think will probably change that um anyways <laughs> uh the one that made me laugh because i don't you you don't really hear about people spontaneously combusting much anymore <laughs> made me laugh too. I don't know why. Um, let's see. This is one of those showers where you just stand in the hot water and just shut down for a while. Just <laughs> right. turn no off shampoo, everything. No soap, just stand just like, there, staring at the uh, wall. Uh, <laughs> completely dead. Yeah. This is the only consistent thing we do on our show, Isaac. I know. Well, I'm trying to get the good one. Yeah. Um, 
This one, this one hit me hard. Being afraid to check your bank account is the adult version of being afraid to check your grade. Oh shit! So true. Oh shit! So true. There's like, but but there's like a a junior, senior year of college version of that where it's both. <laughs> yeah. Whether you're in the middle yeah, of that college, diagram. College mixes those two yeah. things very potently. Um. Actually, funny story about mixing things real quick, as long as you're looking. I, yeah, I took a, a rapid test at work today just to make sure I wasn't, you know, COVID. Uh, and I was trying to be sneaky about it because I also had to, you know, be, do my job. So I was like ducking by in the corner to swab my nose. And then I was swirling the, the swab in the little liquid. I don't know if you've taken a rapid test before. Mm-hmm. It's a little vial liquid you have to swirl it in. And the kid's like, what are you doing, Mr. Ethan? And I said, oh, I'm just making a potion, trying to be subtle about it. And the oh, no. shouts to class, no, you're not. That's a COVID test. Oh, God. Oh, everyone everyone knows. I'm negative, though. So at oh, least nice. as of that test, that, you know, it's a rapid test. So who knows? But. Uh, this one was popular with the with the Reddit. Your baby teeth are out there somewhere. Wait. Yeah. Wait. What are you... Did you did you did you put your teeth under the pillow as a kid? Yeah. Your parents do your parents just throw them out? Do you think? Probably. So well, I think there's just landfill. just landfills full of teeth. Probably not full of teeth. That'd be no, I guess they break teeth. down, don't they? They're bones. Probably not as fast as the rest of the well. I don't know. Yeah, they probably break down. Still. That, I don't like I don't like that. It's kind of weird, huh? Yeah. Oh. This one has the same vibe. Almost everything in the grocery store is waiting to become poo. That is the same vibe. It's the same vibe, but like, whereas the teeth one took a dark turn, this is like a light turn, but it's like, the, it's the same street. Yeah. It's like, it's different lanes. This, this one's under the street lamp, the other yeah. one's yeah, under yeah, the dark It's, it's just behind. Yeah. I guess that's true. I, that's true for anything, really. <laughs> I guess not anything. Well, no, not anything, but food, all food. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, let's see. Well, I think one more good one. <laughs> one more zinger, really. Bring it home. Yeah. Hmm. This one. This one's one to ponder. I think. There is a huge difference between people who love being right and people who hate. Yes, I think there is a crossover. There's a Venn diagram there. But I think, I think, yeah, I think you're right. I think, well, the shower thought is right. You didn't write the shower thought as far as I know, but I think it's true. Yeah. There's, there's something to it. I certainly live in the middle of that Venn diagram a lot. I don't get too upset, I don't think. It, I don't there's anymore. Some, I used to. There's some there hills were... I do die on, but most of the time, not so much. I got in a big stink with someone in like sixth grade about whether or not George Washington had signed the Declaration of Independence. Uh, he didn't. What? He didn't. I don't think so. He didn't. Trust me. Why? Uh, Why did he not? He was off doing something else. I don't know. He wasn't at the... Whatever. He was off fighting a war. What do you... Who cares? He was a general. They already won the war. The Declaration wasn't. The Declaration was in the middle of the war. He signed the Constitution. He signed the Constitution. He was at the Constitutional Convention. But he didn't sign the Declaration of Independence. And someone was, like, convinced 
He was like, look at this signature. And I pulled up, like we zoomed in, it didn't say George Washington. I brought in a print copy of the declaration and showed him it did not say George. Like I had physical evidence and he would not back down. And that was something that I really got pissed about because I had I had proof, I had physical proof. And he just denied it. And I guess that prepared me for the entirety of my adult life so far, really. Yeah. But uh, so thank you for listening to episode 50, 56. And this is episode 56. Sure. Uh, of Ketchup uh, Cast. I might be wrong, but I'm pretty sure. That's okay. Uh, might be 57. I don't know. We'll see. We could we could publish the same number over again. You know, I'm gonna I'm gonna confirm it right now. Let's see what episode. I this think is. that'd be funny. Uh, so it's 57. It's episode 57. Oh yeah. We're almost to 60. We got to plan our big 60th anniversary episode. Oh gosh. Which uh, which doesn't have to be anything big or anniversary. Could just be episode 60. 50 was really important. Yeah, episode 50 was important. 66 would be, I don't know. It's one we've Episode 66 is just all, it's just all. The Star telling. Wars episode. It's the Star Wars episode. I feel, I feel like that'd be a fun bit to commit to just for one episode. That'd be good. I don't know what we would do for it. If we, if we would play characters or something, I don't know. Or if we would just have the cantina theme going on in the background. We both, anyway, uh, thank you for listening. Episode 57, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, uh, Google Play stitcher spotify wherever you can leave us a review now on spotify actually Ooh. uh or at least rate us i don't know if these review is, but if, if that's something you are willing to do please please do uh, and leave us a review on apple podcasts and wherever else you can leave reviews it really helps us grow as a podcast uh i think i heard someone say that on a podcast last night so it sounds legit Probably uh, but, but you know we've got a couple of ratings but i'd love to have some like actual like if you have anything you want to say about the show or if you have anything you want us to talk about, you can email us at nocondiments at gmail.com. Uh, any discussion topics, if you have fun questions that will make us burst out laughing, uh, please feel free to email those to nocondiments at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter at ketchupcast, ketchup spelled like the condiment. Uh, am I forgetting anything? Any, any shout outs you want to add? No, no shout outs. All right, team. All right. Happy 2022. Go forth and change change lives. Huzzah, I don't know. <laughs>